Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is a thing. Yes, oh. Hi. What is that called? How, the crescendo? I think, I, no, that was, I don't know what that was. That I was trying to depict the struggles that we just went through. Started off on a high and then we were like, oh no. Y'all, we just spent one hour trying to get our sound together. But we think that we will be victorious. If we're not, then guess who's not getting an episode this week? Y'all. Anyway, so sorry. I hello, think it'll queen. be fine. I think so. <sighs> God. So, <laughs> hi. <laughs> hi, it was Krakalaka. You're up first, boo. Um, What's your update? well, I have um, consistent things that I look forward to in my life as of late. And the first is coffee. I realized coffee is the highlight of my day. The ritual of brewing it, putting 
milk in it, sugar, sitting down to drink it is just a sacred, sacred space. And I can't wait for it to happen tomorrow. And going to sleep, lying in my bed. Last night, there was a thunderstorm at like three in the morning. And it was just the most sweetest thing ever. So coffee and lying down in my bed. So that just tells you how my life is going in this moment. Praise God. I'm grateful. Yes. Amen. (laughs) I am actually very excited, exceedingly nervous, though. We are driving to Atlanta this week. The Sable Collective will be there. If you are in Atlanta and if you want to see the things that the Sable Collective is slaying in, all of the gorgeous clothing and jewelry and accessories or whatever, we will be there Friday through Sunday. So this whole weekend is a turn up. Apparently there's like some kind of music festival happening. So people are going to be out and about. Um, we are going to be at a little venue that we're renting out on Friday from 12 to 8 at 313 Nelson Street Southwest in Atlanta. And then Saturday and Sunday, back to back, I'm so very gracious and grateful to gracious, grateful, gracious. I don't know what gracious means. I'm very grateful to Michelle, owner and artist at Lock Mama's. She is at 3011 Rainbow Drive in Decatur, Georgia, which is about 15 minutes from Atlanta. So there's no excuse if you live in Atlanta, just pull up. We'll be there on the earlier side from um, 10 until 4 every day, 10 until 5 every day. So come through, say hi, buy some things, or just come, just come say hi. Also, if you're like a artisan, in the Atlanta area and you want Sable to maybe potentially carry some of your things, I would love to meet you and see your products up close and personal. So I'm driving down um, and I'm slightly terrified and excited to drive down because I'm, I don't know, something like meditative about driving that I really love, but like for 45 minutes, not 16 hours. So Is that how long it is? Girl, yeah, the ghetto. I can fly to California longer than I can drive to Atlanta, child. I don't. I can't even believe you are driving down there. (sighs) Me either. Am I making a mistake? People ship things for a reason. Mm -mm. I used to do so many conferences where I was shipped. I'm so so terrified. Maybe I should. It's too late now. You don't ship it through UPS. You ship it through like special. Shipping companies that do this work. Oh, well. Well, here we are. I'm driving. Here we are. You know, I like to do things the hard way. Speaking of which, (laughs) I wanted to grow. I've been growing my hair out and it is just, I want to cut it all off again. So now I've been researching how to, what different styles I could cut my hair. Internet, I think it's ever since you sent me that fly-ass cut that, uh, what's her name, did the Mona cut. But that lady had much straighter hair than me. The really, she had a low pixie. It was so cute. I just feel like we know your cut. It's (sighs) the mushroom. It's the mushroom. It's like the bowl curly cut. 
That was so cute. I don't know why you're resisting this. No, I might do it again. I might get, I might, I don't know who's going to cut it, Joe. Um, Mona. Mm-hmm. But I think that that's what I, I think as an older person, like I'm not a long hair. That was for my youth. That was for one year that I was flourishing. <laughs> that was like three but good years. I, that was like three good years. Three good years. That's what it takes. It, it takes about three good years to grow your hair out, child. But um, no, I mean three good years of you having the long hair. It wasn't even that. Really? Mm-mm, it wasn't even that because I went and I went and colored it, and that was the downfall. That was just the end. But you know what? I I'm ex- I think I'm just gonna start making finding my own products because like making it. Because there was one product that worked lovely in my hair. And I think I know what she used. So I think I'm going to try and make my own. I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep trying. Which is actually really interesting. So when you figure it out, this was an announcement, but fuck it, we'll do it here. Guess who's coming back to YouTube? Oh. Us. (laughs) We're coming back to YouTube with podcast content and possibly... Like just one-offs of hair things and other things, but don't expect it to be like a full-time thing, everyone. But if you are a subscriber to our YouTube channel, to our old content, ignore the low-res videos that exist currently and join us for a new and improved experience. yeah, I think this Thursday I'm just going to release like an old podcast episode and see how folks feel. So join us. Actually, our YouTube is not Around the Way Curls. It's a curl's best friend. It's a curl's BF. Oh, I don't think that's So right. that's where all of our stuff is. But if you if you write in Around the Way Curls, will pop up and, and you'll find us. But I'll also link it in the description. Because remember, we had all that content up there and we were like, well, we don't want to use, lose all of our subscribers if we go to a new channel. So mm. we just kept it. Anyway, um, my updates. I was home this weekend. I actually saw Shanti. All of the girls got together for an auntie night out. We were home by 11. <laughs> Weren't we? We were home by 11. Well, y'all yes. were. I drove back the same night. We were home by 11. We ate well. We ate well. And I was hating. You know what? A couple weeks ago, I was hating. <laughs> hating on vegan food. I said, this is a joke. And Jasmine ordered some vegan fries with some vegan cheese and <laughs> vegan mushroom bacon. I said, mushroom is bacon. I take it all back. It's not an oxtail. But it can be bacon. No, that shit was delicious. And it slammed so much harder than the real mac and cheese. We sent the real mac and cheese back. That shit was trash. That black waitress, she should be embarrassed for even suggesting that to us. I said, what is this? Yuck. And then what do we do? We walked to the piazza, acted a rank ass fool, wrote a note to a waitress who was horrible (laughs) (laughs) in poor grammar. (laughs) <laughs> that was when you came grammar. alive that was when the drinks that was when the drinks <laughs> hit you I said oh Shanti's gone oh god um and just gala we saved an elderly woman 
from the streets of Philadelphia. I forgot about that. Who only spoke Spanish. So shout out to Shanti being like, <laughs> what are you doing outside in Spanish? And got her in her Uber and got that woman home. That woman was like 103 years old. That's it. She I remember we turned the here. corner and you were already like, I saw it. I said, wow. Shanti was lit, y'all. And then she looked at me and you grabbed my arm. You said, what is she doing out here? <laughs> she can't be out here. <laughs> and you walked over to her and you were like speaking in Spanish and you sobered up like that. And then as soon as she got in the Uber, you were not sober anymore. <laughs> you were like, okay. <laughs> and then her. we got some ice cream and Amanda and Raggedy Ass Shanti found their way back into a bar. We dr- we got we was done right when you all was done. That's not true, but it, everything's fine. Everything worked out, and I came home the same day, same same night. I got home around one thirty. Was like well worth it, <laughs> and I agree with you. Driving for me is especially the ride home from Philly to to like New York to Brooklyn, and I just when I come over, I think it's the BQE. And I see this like the city on the left side of me, but I'm in Brooklyn, and I see that skyline and the lights over the water. I just am like, wow, wow, it's gorgeous. It's just it's very it's very zen. So I, I kind of needed that. I've been really wanting like alone time, even though I crave to be partnered and be around people. It's, when you do it's it, when you're partnered, when you're around people, you're like yuck, gross. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> right it's like i want to be an extrovert but then like you only got me for a certain amount of time before i retreat i need to take my bath excuse (laughs) me i haven't wept in an hour (laughs) i'm backed up um (laughs) speaking of that i'm on i'm honestly about to get my period so i've been on one (laughs) i think we're like in sync and that's really dumb because Uh, you're so far away that's so crazy. Yeah, but we spend so much time together energetically. I think that's what it is, girl. Are we synced up? When are you going to get yours, boo? Mm, like, my breasts are aching. I think my I'm breasts getting mine a- Sunday, and I have to get dressed up for a wedding. I oh, hate it here. Okay, Mary. Shout out to them. Shout out to Jamie for getting married. That's my boo. Um, IG was down, and I didn't miss it. I was so happy that it was down. And honestly, I kind of wanted to delete my shit. You should. Like you did. <sighs> oh, but, but you got too many followers, can't. girl. You got... <laughs> that would be a real spiritual decision. Somebody right there. just reached out to me and was like, well, what would it cost for you to promote? And I'm, and I was like, oh, can't delete that. See, that's, that's a real spiritual thing when internet deletes. Internet was here. And then she's not child. If she do that, you know, <laughs> internet was here. <laughs> going to the monastery. Watch out. Ball heads and everything. I might be there. But I'm honestly I'm being a Libra. My birthday is approaching and I'm I'm just thinking about it and I'm just ready for some change. I'm ready for radical change. Mm. And I don't know if I'm gonna make it. But hopefully I do. Like if I'm gonna make the actual change. I, I feel like I'm ready for it, but like what's the is is there something specifically that you're uh No, just all the things. Just basically how I live my life. Possibly just going to that Costa Rican hut. Like I've been really meditating on it. Like I gotta get out of here. <laughs> I gotta figure this out. Why am I here? I, you know what it is? It's winter is coming. The winter is coming. And when winter comes, coming. I just question why I'm here. 
You should. Why are you here? And then when summer comes, I'm like, why would I ever be anywhere else? Duh. Are you talking about New York? Or you ta- I, I, I'm not sure how deep Not the you're world, talking. not like in life, but okay. I mean like on the East Coast. Yeah. Okay. Not just New York, but specifically New York for summer. So we'll see. But I just want to change so many things about me. I changed um, at work. I was so, I, you wouldn't believe it. I literally was talking to people at work, the other producers. This one woman, she really let sh- shit get to her. And I'm like, girlfriend, you got to chill the fuck out. Like, it ain't that deep. Which for me to say is strange. But I said, you know, my boss always says, if you have a cactus and you know you have a cactus, why sit on it? Mm. So I'm like, we have a cactus. We know we have a cactus. It's fucking prickly. We're going to have to deal with it, but we do not have to sit and spin on it. Like, it's just spewing this negativity. Yeah. Huh? Don't try to make love to it. The cactus. Well, I've tr- I've tried to make love to many a cactus. Cacti. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I- I'm just trying to approach things differently. That is so good. Just Does it feel be good? less insane. Does that feel good? Not yet. No, no because I I haven't been feeling good at all. Like at my, all. Mm. For the last couple of weeks, probably within like a like a month. Every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I feel tight. Mm. I feel stressed. I don't feel present in anything that I'm doing because I'm multitasking while I do everything. Whether it's I'm on a call for work and I'm writing you or I'm helping somebody with their social media or I'm getting the posts ready or I'm listening to something or if I'm doing work, I'm listening to something that could possibly be a topic for the podcast. It's just constant some I'm doing something like even after this I gotta finish my stuff for work like I didn't finish because I was tired and I couldn't I just needed to log off at 5 30. it'd only be a half an hour but I'm saying like all week and then I get to the weekend and I'm just like okay but I don't want to do that I don't want to be that way so I'm trying to be smarter with how I approach things um and like get things certain, just get certain things done earlier um, as best I can. Meal prepping is saving my life. Um, so I just need to sit, write everything down and strategize around how to get it done and be honest when I can't. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, work that out. But I have not been feeling good and I and and part of it is this brand that that I'm working on at work so it's a really hard hard client it's the hardest of the company we were told today and my 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 boss literally was like if you guys want to leave I'd write you a hell of a recommendation I'm not gonna (laughs) oh wow I am not here yeah she's like I get it that this this I have never worked with a client like this and it's a shame because the company's such a great company. So this is just another test. Um, but moving right along, everything's going to be fine. I'm going to work it out and figure it out and be honest. And if I need to go to another brand, that's what I'm going to do. Or if I need to leave, that's what I'm going to do. Oh, God. Um, moving right along to some things that are ex- that they're, they're exciting me. For pop culture... 
Insecure is coming. Mm-hmm. Did... <sighs> so I minute. have an unpopular opinion. Wait, let, before you do, are you about to talk about the plot? No. Okay, go ahead. I don't think Insecure is a 10 out of a 10, like everybody says. Oh, boy. And I know that, like, people love it, love it, what's love a, it. Well, give me an but example I just of feel a 10 like out of a 10. What do you mean? What's it? What's in comparison to a 10 out of a 10? What's a 10 out of a 10? So I get a sense like of... Like, it doesn't grab me like a Game of Thrones, like a House of Cards, like whatever that other fucking Netflix one that's so good about the family that are actually, like, drug lords, and it's, like, a whole Snowfall, thing. whatever the hell you're watching? No, it... That, Snowfall is good too. Oh my God. It doesn't even grab me like Snowfall. <gasps> I'm going to get shunned. The view. Definitely better. But Insecure, you know what it is? It's There are certain moments that I just love. And there's other moments that, you know, it's the type of comedy that it is. It's like I take it for what it is. I love the way it's shot. I love seeing Issa win. I think it's Molly that really bothers me. But I also think that just the themes are so childish. It's like nobody fucking communicates. That's the whole issue here. Because like, this really what we're doing in relationships? Yes. <laughs> Girl. Really? Yes. Oh, I haven't been in one. So maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm confused. But I just feel like, is this really reflective of what the fuck is going on? Is it? I got, yes and no. Again, I, girl, you know, I have my brain, oh, the way my brain is. I don't even remember thing. what's going on. <laughs> so listen, check it. This is my <laughs> synopsis. <laughs> Go ahead. Tell us what you think. Issa Ray was working at a nonprofit. She helped turn the nonprofit around to be more representative. Meanwhile, she was in a relationship with the one boy, but he wasn't doing his wasn't holding his weight so she broke up with him and then while mm. she's you know getting her shit up with the job he's getting his life together but while he's getting his life she together she cheated on him right she cheated on with the other guy right right but you know he was really hurt so he's been wilding out and doing his thing and his recovery but he still thinks about her she still thinks about him then molly is a lawyer trapped in <laughs> white people world and can't <laughs> seem to be honest with herself. And I see that's, that's where I get it. confused about Molly. She's like unhappy, but like plays that she's happy, can't keep a relationship. And then she starts, Issa and Molly think that they're hating on each other. And Molly's jealous of her. So then their friendship is fractured. But what did Molly do? She didn't come to the, to the block party? She to the came event? to the block party. She flipped out on Issa. Well, Issa does use Molly sometimes. Issa is very like what she needs, she needs. What did she use? So Molly they're both for? they're both right in some ways mm. about each other. Mm. But remember Issa helped or excuse me, Issa asked Molly's man for help. Molly's man for the black party. The Asian bull. Yes. Even though Issa had asked Molly, I think, and Molly didn't um child y'all need to just go ahead and watch it anyway with crystal and fran because we ain't it <laughs> we don't even <laughs> baby we don't even so know the, we the, ended up with their friendship like, being fractured and we don't know what's gonna happen with them they got their beefing but what's the big thing what's his name got the other girl pregnant potentially condola or condola canola 
Cannoli. She's cute. What's her name? Cond- I don't know, Cadita. but I think she's so Cadita. cute. She is cute. He's a messed up. Like, what you mad at him for? He moved on. I don't think she's mad. I think it's just a complication. And that's the thing is like, they're she's trying not to mad. Get back she together? can't be mad at him. Are they trying yeah, to Yeah, remember back? they went out on the... That was the most beautiful episode. That was the best episode of Insecure. Remember when they... And that was the best acting Issa and Lawrence ever did. Lawrence. Oh my God, that episode was so... It was shot it. so beautifully. Okay, I have to rewatch it. it. When, they, when they like linked up and did go out again and uh-huh. kind of talked about things and they went on that date and then they saw the art and... Oh, right. You, I finally yeah, yeah, got yeah. their chemistry. I never believed them as like a couple, like that they yeah. really loved each other. Yeah. And in that, then I said, oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to see. But did you see that um, Kofi, well, I don't know how to say his last name, that fine boy from um, mm, Girls Trip that you yelped out when he, when he came on the screen is in this season? Oh, yeah. I, I think I spotted his little chocolate self. They love Shout. to keep the chocolate dudes in there, huh? Uh. Daniel is fine too. Shout out to Daniel because I know somebody that he dated and he was like super cool and he didn't try to fuck her. Remember, she told me, like, all right, hold on. Put it in the chat. You're going to be irritated. Uh, I should have said that. I'm texting you now. Anyway, but he didn't try to pop, that she stayed over. But he just wasn't very communicative, and he doesn't have any um, social media, which I love. Also, um, this is an aside, but I have such a big crush on somebody, and today he posted a picture of himself in bootcut jeans, and I nearly passed the fuck out. I said, wow, what a time to be alive. (laughs) You are such a nerd. He's like out of my reach. He's just like a fancy human. But shout out to bootcut jeans. Mm. Do you and do you really feel that way? A... Yeah, but I don't want to talk about it because I might cry. Next up, curb <laughs> your enthusiasm is also <laughs> coming out. I think the same day as insecure. Which one takes precedence for me? Sadly, the white is coming out. It's gonna be curb. I'm gonna watch curb <laughs> because I've just been. I just love that man, and I hope it's good. Oh. What? What were you going to say? I just think that um, in terms of like making sure that you're re- co- responsive and in the know of the collective, you should watch Insecure's season premiere. But why? First. What do I need to be in the know of the collective Because we have for? a podcast in which we can talk about it and people Bitch, will feel you like never we... know nothing. <laughs> Don't do that. You I, watch I it. I didn't have you cable. Now in. I got cable. I'm up on this. What you what you want to talk about? No, you Let's are talk, not. Did you just <gasps> hear your about... fucking synopsis? <laughs> are you kidding? <laughs> are you have you watched On the Spectrum yet? No. Oh. When do you have time to watch all this TV? Like I haven't watched anything. Last night. It's really short. It's only like forty five minutes. But Love on the Spectrum on Netflix, and I've been no, getting really watched... trashy. And um, Love watching spe- what is Prison. It? Prison. Women in prison. <laughs> Wait, the the jailbirds one. Yeah, I'll be watching where that the girl has day. that. Oh, it's amazing. Do, do, is it women in prison or it's the, the real women thing, and not men the drama when they're talking one. through? 
No, this is a real thing where they're talking through the toilets. Yeah, in New Orleans. See, you know. This oh, that New was Orleans. my shit. But again, you're super late. That was like year that came out so long ago. Does the girl with the split tongue? Is she in that one? No, now it's like this New Orleans with a with somebody that's Megan, who's actually has a huge trial coming up in a in a murder accident incident murder incident murder and a murder that she's linked up in so. case yeah murder case that's it so what's that it's incident. timely and she called it an incident it's just a little incident a accident little i said too i'm like murder <laughs> accident that doesn't sound like that <laughs> it was an accident i had killed you that's manslaughter also big deal Ooh, legal Dave okay here. legality Okay. You heard me. Yeah. It's because I watched The View and I, I like Sunny Hostins. But Sunny's really disappointing me with her take on some of this abortion rights. Even though she's she's pro-life, but she believes that um, the decision should be the mother's. But she is not for it, which is actually fine. She um, said that Dave again. Chappelle you mumbled. Very low. She's not here for... She would never have an abortion. She just thinks it's terrible. She doesn't think that anyone should. But she does believe that everyone should be able to make that choice on their own. You don't agree so with that's her? That's fair. No, that's fair. I just... I just... Sunny. It's because she grew up Catholic. She's a Catholic Puerto Rican woman. Sunny. And she's just devout. But at least I think that Sunny actually lives... She talks, she walks the walk and talks the talk. I was about to say she walks the talk. Child. The edible's hitting. Um, <laughs> Dave Chappelle is here. I can't here wait to at watch your house it. house or in New York? He dropped a special. Oh, gosh. Why would you say, oh, gosh, like that? Because I'm tired of his stoop, his sitting on a stool specials that don't know it's a slap. special he's like a it's a real first of all, all his special slap so girl, that's upsetting to girl. me all his special slap oh, girl. don't do that they're amazing he's a genius brilliant human Mm-mm. and i just don't understand you no. but it is out i can't wait to watch it i also this is really important um Ice-T was on The View the other day. <laughs> and <laughs> people don't think about Ice-T. No, I think not about Ice-T. Who is that? You said who is it? I know who Ice-T is. But maybe the okay. young bucks don't know. So you better oh, clarify. God. Ice-T, legendary rapper. What's his red legendary song? He is on SVU. Ice-T He song. is on... Um, he was... Come on, in New Jack City. He went from talking about hating the police to be playing a cop seamlessly, might I add, and um, has been on Law & Order SVU for 23 seasons, which makes him the longest black actor on a television series. I said, wow. And he was only supposed to be on four episodes. I said, we got to keep this light-skinned brother with the slick For ponytail. 23 years. Got to keep him. So I just want to shout out cop. to Detective Tutuola, a.k.a. What's his name? Ice-T. Detective Tutuola. Finn Tutuola. You actually watch... See? Do you watch that show? I, I used to. I, I stopped... 
it, I stopped honestly when Stabler left. Who's that? The, the chemistry, the white just guy wasn't with the big there. butt. Yeah, I he love got a him. wagon. Have you seen him lately? He's been getting in shape, or he's like super in shape, but he also does splits. So he's like real husky. Everybody, <laughs> Google Detective Stabler sw- split, and he's in like <laughs> tights. I I love him. I love him so much. Look at him. Do you see him? Look at him. <laughs> Did you pull it? He's like, girl. You know, I ain't got Google as like my John. Oh my God, Shanti is. First of all, her email address ends in msn.com, that so that really old pissed me internet. off. Internet, and don't be that putting my business out there. Right? Oh, and her up. search engine is Yahoo, <laughs> but she's telling me that I need to stay up on the things. <laughs> Do you see the picture now? <laughs> Chris Maloney. He was in Men's Health Magazine, Splitting. Look at him. Oh, what about what some wine at next 60 to 60 years old. Yo, I would, at 60 that's years a white old, man I, I said, would let put his face in pop. my lap. But we're going to brother. I'm going to just say this. Just like this. I, I, <laughs> we ought to be ashamed of ourselves for, like, look at him. I guess he has time, money, access, power. Anyway, we'll be right along. I'm going to come back to that one. Will Smith shares details on his open marriage. And I was the main person saying them people were not in an open relationship. (laughs) I just knew everybody was wrong. I was like, you know what, guys? Why did you think? He says in GQ. Because, I don't know. Because they never said that they were. So I was like, everybody's just making all of these assumptions about this beautiful couple. They're still a beautiful couple, but I just felt like it was unfair. Well, Will Smith says the pursuit of, now y'all know I can't read. I'm going to say the pursuit of (laughs) truth is the only way (laughs) to be happy in this lifetime. Smith told Wesley Lowry via GQ. And we sort of came to the agreement that authenticity was the release from the shackles of fame and public scrutiny. Jada never believed in conventional marriage. Jada had family members that had unconve- that had an unconventional relationship. So she grew up in a way that was very different than how I grew up. There was a significant endless discussions about it. What is relational perfection? What is perf- What is the perfect way to interact as a couple? And for a large part of our relationship, monogamy was what we chose, not thinking monogamy as the only relational perfection. We have given each other trust and freedom with the belief that everybody has to find their own way. And marriage for us can't be a prison. And I don't suggest our road for anybody. I don't suggest this road for anybody. But the experiences that the freedoms that we've given one another and the unconditional support to me is the highest definition of love. Could you do it, sis? You are. What you think? I could do it if it's grounded in there, which I see what it seems like they consistently are both really invested in and really aware of is their own like internal emotional spiritual journeys you know like they don't feel like they're possessive of each other 
they don't feel like they are unaware of the impact that they have on one another. I feel like they are like emotionally mature. And even though it's very hard and we could see that it is really hard because that him, that video of him crying baby, I said, I got the whole. Well, he also said that he was, that they filmed that at 12 something in the morning. He had filmed all day. He was exhausted. Those tears were not, that was old news. The tears were not because he was still hurt. It was just like an emotional release. He was exhausted, and that's right, what it well, was. That's what he said in there. They seem to be emotionally invested in each other and most importantly in themselves. So like when the difficulties and the triggers and the hard conversa- conversations come up due to, you know, being in a polyamorous relationship, I feel like they have the maturity to like meet those demands or try to or keep trying to so shout out to them i hope they are enjoying themselves you know and i hope i hope that they both are enjoying it and one's not acquiescing to the other yeah um do you think will is sexy or do you think like was he did he ever go through that being like an american sex pot i don't remember yes Independence Day, Will Smith. Okay, he was. Bad Boy, Will Smith. Okay, okay. What? That was his whole role in that movie. He's still fine. What? I love his personality. He's a Libra. His birthday should be coming up soon. I know. He is. God bless him. And Libra, he's a Libra, so he'd probably be falling in love with all the bitches. Oh, definitely. And treats them well. Mm-hmm. But I also don't, I feel like if if anyone's acquiescing, it's him. You know? know? I just feel like. We already, we just proved that we don't know nothing about them people, child. We don't know nothing. You don't about know them anything people. about them. I think that's what it proves. But I don't <laughs> think I could do it. I don't, I don't know. But I also, in every relationship I've been in, it's been polyamorous apparently. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> maybe I can. <laughs> but I, I just don't know what kind of like safeguards and guardrails rather that I would put in place or ask of my partner. And I also definitely couldn't do it within like the first no. 10 years of our relationship. No, Mm-mm. only me, maybe seven, seven is where it gets tricky. Maybe I'll let you fuck yeah, somebody. Seven seven just like, all right, we know each other <laughs> well enough. Please. I don't know, but I just, and, 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 and it's interesting to me is that they don't seem like the polyamory um, well, it's polyamory, right? A more love polyamorous. I would, I, I'm not here for you having emotional connections with a whole bunch of people that are uh. intimate in the way that they're intimate with me. You have a best, a whole bunch of best girlfriends that have boundaries and they're, we rocking. Of course, I want that for you, especially men, since a lot of men ain't talking about their shit with other men. But like, but you, you like laying in bed, giving him. somebody forehead kisses cuddled up kissing hands talking about your dreams and your fears and your yeah nah that's no but maybe maybe (laughs) he's not maybe he's not doing it in the same way with you but I, I think it's unrealistic to think that you can fulfill that he can be all of that to you and you can be all that to him either anyway no, I'm not saying all of, that I could be all of it. I'm just saying that level of intimacy. Like, I want my partner to have intimacy from many different areas of his life. 
But that level of where the sexual component is is combined, the the vulnerability component is combined, the just like f- being that familiar with someone, I I I it's ego, but I would be like, nah. Now if you sit here and tell me twenty years down the line, we tired of fucking this, uh, us. I'm tired of fucking you. Tired of fucking me. Let's try something new. And there's like no strings attached, no emotional connection. I probably still couldn't do that because it's just not how I rock, but I might change when I'm 50. That I'm more comfortable with. It's like, because I know that n- nobody on this earth has the the level of intimacy and love that we do and trust and care. But maybe that's not real either. Like, I don't know. Like, if, if if my man was cheating on me and it was, like, with a catfish and it was all emotional and he was, like, never fucking the person, but he was on the phone with them till 3, 4 in the morning, sneaking and having this, like, whole love affair, that would bother me so much more than you fucked up at but a bar. why do you think that one person <laughs> can do that? Like, that makes more What's sense you- to me. Like... As painful I know as it, it does is to you. and it hard it is, as it is, because we're conditioned to think that one person does all the things, I, I just I'm think I'm not saying one person does all the things. But you I'm, are saying I'm it. Saying like, we, we have this level of intimacy, and you and I have this way of, of, you know, this level of intimacy that you can't share with anybody else. Yeah, that's not me trying to be all things. It's that one thing is reserved for me. You can have other levels what? of all this shit with other people, but not this. Like, this is a soul spiritual partnership. Like, God is involved in this. Like, I still believe, like, two people who are destined are destined. What? God's involved in yeah, all Yeah, but not to the, but not, the, Shanti, I don't do the same things with you that I do with somebody that I'm in love with and and in partnership with intimately. I don't do the same things with my sister. I don't do the same things with Well, I don't think a polyamorous relationship is is for you then. I think well, I think you saying Yeah, but may, I don't think you should even think that a physical relationship is polyamory either. I think that's just I giving just, us I said that too. I said, well, it's a more a, it's rooted, yeah. so I don't even know. Yeah, but not. If, there, not. if we were bringing anybody into this, it would be shallow. Okay. <laughs> it's just for them to have sex with them. It's just, yes. You're not going on dates with this bitch. Sorry. You just go and find them and fuck them. All right. That's okay. me. That's me. Yeah. But, you know, I'll support you being a sister wife queen. No, I, 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 I don't know. I think that it requires that has to be the I think you have to lay the foundation in the relationship first and that's what you got it's a co-creation so I have no idea what that would be like I I have no idea I don't think it's impossible I don't don't think it's something that I want and I'm like looking for it's not anything that I'm repelled by the way that you're repelled by it but also I'm not repelled by it it's just that I I know the person that I am today, it wouldn't work for me, for me. Mm-hmm. But I, we know people who it works for, and it works, mm. and it's beautiful. I'm not repelled. That's the wrong word. 
but they be they be they be going through it too, child. They be in because we be going through relationship, <laughs> multiple relationships. That just <laughs> that sounds exhausting it to sounds me more like than more anything. Work. It sounds fucking <laughs> exhausting. Mm-mm. Well, moving right along, did you see that Joseph Robinette Biden? And his folks are cracking down on Cash App, Zelle, and PayPal transactions. He dicky, yo. So, listen. So, you, a lot of people are saying, oh, my God, I'm going to get taxed on anything. Like, if you receive payments of over $600, yes, you will receive this 1099 form. But... You don't have to, like, if it's just for dinner or it was for a movie, you don't have to claim it. I don't know how they're going to know what it's for unless it's coming from places like Shopify or Etsy or things like that. But, yeah, if if you are hustling and getting cash apps, baby, ask for cash. They're dicky in. That's why Bitcoin's going to yeah. come through and eat everything up and cause havoc for they? a year until they get it regulated so the taxes don't apply to friends and family transactions everyone or rent payments so anyway prayers up to the entrepreneurs and i just saw that they created a stripper shoe you know they'd be having them huge platforms and it had a cash app code on it love it and i thought that was so genius but now mm -mm, don't do it ladies they're gonna tax that shit take the ones Oh, moving right along. Politics is usual. Wow. Have you been watching this, Shanti? This Facebook mm-hmm. debacle? I've been listening to podcasts about it. So, everyone, if you haven't been listening or watching, uh, Facebook has been super exposed. That's Facebook, Instagram, all the things. It's really interesting that it was down this week. Um, while this whistleblower, uh, what is her name? Frances Hogan? She worked at Facebook. She is a scientist, a data scientist. And so she was hired to analyze patterns, analyze yada, yada, yada. She secretly, um, what is the word? Confiscated and shared all of their documents, like a bajillion documents. Thank you. Yes. And so the, the, what she's saying is that Facebook's own research shows that it amplifies hate misinformation, and political unrest, especially in other countries. But the company hides what it knows. One complaint alleges that Facebook's Instagram harms teenage girls. They know this, which makes Hogan's complaints unprecedented uh, to the trove of private Facebook research, yada, yada, yada. She said, the thing I saw at Facebook over and over again was there were conflicts of interest between what was good for the public and that what was good for Facebook. And Facebook over and over again chose to optimize, which means chose itself, for its own interests, like making more money. Um, she testified before the Senate today. I listened and it was horrifying. It was horrifying because she she was talking about the ways in which Facebook has helped folks just spread misinformation. And I think within the United States, we automatically think about COVID. We think about Trump. We think about that kind of misinformation. But in other countries, 
there's the level of misinformation that she was sharing where people are saying in certain towns, right? In a, in a, I forget what country in Africa it was that these people are saying, Oh, come to this village. They're killing your cousins and your nieces and you're this. And people showed up with guns and just started shooting and a whole like war raged between these two communities. This is the type of thing. So that's happening. And then what else did she say that was just awful? Oh, why can't I? It just escaped me. Anyway, but she was um, she was saying that, you know, Facebook always comes out. And, you know, Mark Zuckerberg is always saying that they have these, these systems in place to make sure that they're, that they're um, checking the misinformation, they're flagging this, they're flagging that. Facebook's records indicate, it's quoted, we estimate that we may action as little as three to 5% of the hate and about six tenths of the violence on Facebook, despite being the best in the world at it. So this is basically saying like Mark Zuckerberg will say, oh, this many million posts were taken down. This many thousands of groups were shut down. But that sounds like a lot to us, but a thousand is 3%. So imagine how many more are out there and multiplying by the second, by the minute. So now we get into this situation where we're being, people are being asked what to do, right? Because Facebook, I, I, and she says this too, she has empathy for Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg because she's like, he never set out for this to for this platform that he built to be used in this way. He has a great thing, but we have to figure out how to fix it. And I guess my question is how do we? Should the Senate get involved? Because this gets tricky cuz now you are censoring this private company, right? And now you're censoring freedom of speech here, which I don't think we should and that's tricky. I don't think we should be able to say anything. I think there's repercussions to what you say. Uh, but I don't know. What do you think? I just rambled. Um, I mean, I think Facebook is really super... It's 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 complicated. It's, it's as complicated as all of these huge tech companies. I don't think it's the only one that is complicated um i think that of course i personally don't think that a government that supports and justifies its own ways in which it causes harm and destruction especially on the planet on mm -hmm. the environment to like be the one to dictate what's right and what's wrong compass, and regulate right? um, what's allowed around those arenas. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think Facebook, I saw what you posted about, you know, what does it mean that yeah, Facebook is not that. cutting off or, or not censoring these hateful and, and, Gross no, they're videos. not just not censoring them. I want to be really clear. They're actually pushing them. I don't think I mentioned that. 
the Facebook, the 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 records the indicate really quickly that the the algorithm exactly the algorithm mm-hmm. that they are using, mm-hmm. and this is her main issue, knows that for whatever reason our fucked up brains, we tend to gravitate towards negative posts, hateful posts, very divisive posts, violent posts. Mm-hmm cruel posts, all the negative kinds of things, misinformation, all those kinds of things. We stay on that longer, right? So they push it more. And they've Mm -hmm. actually had the European Union come to them and say, we're realizing that we don't get any clicks when we post something, like governments are saying, when we post something that's going well. When we post good news, mm-hmm. we're only getting clicks because of your algorithm. And they're like, we want people like, sorry, we're going to, the algorithm is based off of human behavior. Mm-hmm. So my question is, what does that say about us? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just a snapshot. I mean, it, it's crazy. It's like, um, what is it? Um, nurture versus nature. I, it's like we have nature these natural. Versus nurture. What? Right. Is it nature versus nurture? Yeah, nature versus nurture. It's like these natural propensities that we have towards these dark, towards the dark Mm -hmm. side in ways. And then you have this addictive thing that responds to that and then pushes even more darkness, which fuels like it's a shit show. It's a shit show. But I I don't know that um, I don't know that Facebook is the only one responsible for this i mean you look at news outlets you look at media you look at entertainment you look at the things in which facebook amplifies are already out in our society and are already being pushed on us as well it's not like facebook all of a sudden came up and was like yo white bitches is fine skinny white bitches with long hair is like the move everybody Mm -hmm. let's let's follow this this you know um image of beauty and hate yourself if you don't i i is it's i think it's just a really dangerous tool period it's just a dangerous tool like a gun like is a gun inherently bad no is money inherently bad no but given put in the wrong hands pushed in a particular kind of way towards just like we're seeing negative things, it can can spiral out of control and it can be used as a social engineering tool. Like it's... Yeah, I think, I think the only difference with a gun is that, is that this Facebook is being made to be addictive, Mm. right? Like they are doing it so that people stay on. Mm-hmm. Like the whole thing is rigged that way mm-hmm. for you to scroll, scroll, scroll. And, and they've done research, what she's saying. They've done research on like the human behavior, the brain, neuroscience. And they have young girls, especially young girls, right? But all people saying, I hate the way I feel when I scroll on Facebook, but I can't stop. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how often have you been on the wrong period and that's been you? Because I know some of them tears in the bathroom has been me too. So I just feel like, wow, you know that that's 
you know you're doing that to people. So I, I equated it almost to like the pharmaceutical company. Yeah, food. Companies rather, where it's they they make something, you know, you get addicted to it, mm-hmm. and then they give you something else to get you off of it. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like... I think it's just a part of it, the, the bigger society that this is what we do. Part of think the about food. Think about, like, I often go down an aisle, like, I don't know about Whole Foods, but you often go down a food aisle at like an Acme or something. And I'm often like, this is the weirdest shit I've ever seen in my life. Just like go well, down a science cere- to how they stock the shelves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's it's science. also just, it's not food. A lot of it's just not food. Oh yeah. It's just like, I addictive- thought you meant in terms of like the, the, the mental programming of like, when it's you the mental, get to it, it is. the it's checkout, art. all it's of the art. fattening stuff is it's there, all art. of this, all the it's snacks. And then it's less of it, so you can just grab it. It's a small thing, so you just, you know. Yeah. It's all that stuff. There's a flow to it of how they do it. a flow to it. And, I mean, if you go into a grocery store, probably like 75% of it isn't food. Like, it's not nourishing food. It's just weird snacks. And you look at the fucking ingredients and it has crazy shit. I don't know. I feel like it's, it's just a... We're, as a society, we cannot escape the dark place we are collectively mm. and almost willfully going towards. Like in all areas, in all areas, there's something has to change. And we're just seeing like in, any fucking thing that we go towards, it's like, I don't know. But, you know, Facebook has all of our information. That's a whole other thing. Not only is it socially yeah. engineering us towards dark darkness, it has all of our information. Google has all of our information. Apple has all of our information. Like shit that you can sell or use. I think they mm-hmm. were talking about Apple. Apple's in this weird space because Apple's like, yeah, we're going to stop ourselves from being so vulnerable to Facebook because we really respect privacy. But at the same time, all Apple devices are made in China, which is the most oppressive fucking space to its citizens where they have no privacy. Like, they, you, you can't go and scroll anything on the internet. So, like, there's this, you know, there's just this, this weird... We're just weird. Everybody's being weird. I don't know what else to say. And I don't I don't know. Again, I, I'm not the best person to ask. I really don't know what kind of like moral shifts we can do collectively under the systems that we have. Like to ask the government to regulate Facebook because what it produces and its systems are degrading and um what's the word violating they violate and they degrade us to ask a government that you know allows that in so many other avenues for money to me is just like a weird it's just laughable it's just like oh here we go i don't know elizabeth what's her name about that would you let jojo have one instagram or Facebook? No, I wouldn't have let her have Instagram, but she has her own little thing that she um, looks at, which is, she likes TikTok. She doesn't have okay. an account, but she has, has access to it. 
And then she has this thing called Likey. And I see her. I see her. She's She has her own little spiral. She does the little, you know, two things. Um, a lot of her. Peace sign. Her little peace sign with the like the head cocked mm-hmm. and the foot up. I see her own her own social programming and I'm just like, ciao. We got to shave JoJo's hair and take it to the cave too. Huh? <laughs> That's so interesting. Hmm. She does the same thing. Right. She doesn't have a phone though. She doesn't have full access to it, a phone. She'd be scrolling right now if she did. <sighs> Most likely in the bed scrolling. So anyway, I say all this to say I'm having a lot of, I feel really conflicted about all of this social media shit right now because really it's, especially Instagram, because Instagram is, you know, people are putting their quotes up, but Instagram is very much like about bodies, about image and about lifestyle, you know? And it's like how you just, it's just, it can be such a mind fuck sometimes. So I'm going to say one last thing as a business queen. I know. It's the scariest thing. You are so vulnerable. And mm-hmm. to all the people that are trying to build their businesses and have built their businesses off the platform of Instagram, there you has to, to get be a another newsletter. way. You have to get a newsletter. You have there to just have a has to be website. You, gotta be out you have to have another way to get in touch with your people. Yeah. It is just ridiculous. So, yeah. Also, Mark Zuckerberg is um, dropping off like $25 million a a week in stocks in Facebook. So I don't know if he knows something we don't know. I'm sure he does. But he's selling his stock. He's selling his stocks in Facebook? In his own company. Oh, my God. Now, if that ain't... (laughs) Y'all. So make sure you guys go to AroundTheWayCurls.com and sign up for our newsletter because all this (laughs) shit might be gone soon. (laughs) We really should do that soon. Bring blogs back. That's what I'm saying. I fucking love to blog, yo. You can still be addicted and see people's lifestyle and be jealous of them. On a blog. I got to write. <laughs> That's where it all started. I know. I can't write no more. I can't hardly read. All right. So we have a voicemail. I'm going to play it. I also want to shout out the new patrons, Tiffany S. and Lachey. Hey, girl. Hey. Um, if you don't you. know, if you're just joining us, you're getting a lot of people who are like, oh, I just found your podcast. I don't know where y'all coming from, but welcome. If you don't know, we do have a Patreon um, where you can actually watch this episode. And we usually stay on a little longer and shoot the shit and talk about more things. Um, Patreon is also going to start getting added content uh, when we can film it, child. Um, but just little one-off episodes that are not available to the public as a thank you for sticking with us, for supporting us. You are appreciated. Um, so let's play this voicemail now. Hi, y'all. This is Penny. Um, I really hate leaving voicemails, but I wanted to do it um, in the hopes that it would reach uh, Wendy, um, the previous caller that you guys had just had on. I often wonder why uh, you speak about yourself the way you do, Antoinette. And it's, not, it's like a combination of words and tones, but it really does break my heart because it, it seems like you don't see your own beauty um, both inside and out that the way the rest of us do and I sometimes I've wondered man and I saw her but she told us what have these niggas done to her and the experience you shared in your previous relationship shed some light on that obviously 
the patriarchy is a bitch. It'll have us believing that our worth and our value both as people and as sensual sexual beings worthy of desire is tied to how much attention we get from men, which is garbage. We'll have us telling lies to ourselves about ourselves. I just want to say I see you, Wendy. These niggas are liars. I'm sending you love uh, to you, Wendy, and to all of us who have been harmed. And I hope... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. You're able to receive help and process and heal from your past, but know you're loved either way. If you're never able to make the progress that you hope for yourself, that you're loved anyway and worthy of that love. And, you know, that's all I had to pass along. Have a great one, you guys. Bye. Shout out to callers talking to other callers. I love that. I was going to say, for somebody who doesn't like to leave voicemails, what a great voicemail that was. I need to... I hear y'all. I need to go back and like listen to how I... Maybe I don't need to go back. Maybe I just need to be more cognizant of how I talk about myself. Because it sounds like it's not great. And I don't think it's often. truth in every joke. I know, but I need to check it. Because this is like not the first time. Or the second time. Or the third or Girl, fourth. you start talking <laughs> proudly of yourself, then people call like, you need to be a little bit more humble. You, <laughs> your light skin privilege yeah. is making me it's uncomfortable. <laughs> I know. I feel like I'm sitting here thinking like, does Shanti not say something? I don't talk about myself. Things? No. You don't talk, you're just pathologically secret. Pathologically secret. secret. No, I, anyway, I don't. I really appreciate that. I'm gonna check it. What were you gonna say? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know. Today, I'm sorry. I don't know. Oh, I want to thank you, um, Penny, for calling and offering that to both Wendy and myself. You are appreciated, and you should leave more voicemails because that was a great one. So, let's take a break. 
Shanti. After these messages, we'll be right back. Oh! <laughs> hey, y'all. Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey, y'all. Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. And we are back. So this week I had it in the pop culture notes, but I don't know how much pop culture it is. But if you listen to me on the See the Thing Is pod, I remember we were talking about something coming to Broadway. Oh, they're doing a musical. Oh, no, no, they're not. They're redoing The Bodyguard, which is there are certain things you shouldn't touch. So I suggest as a play, they do a musical. No, they're redoing it as a fucking movie. Oh, no. Why would they do that? Excuse me. Whitney Houston? Excuse me. Kevin Costner? Excuse me. Their interracial love never even being addressed and all of us just accepting it? What? I don't want to see it. We didn't ask for this. I just feel like it's punishment. I don't know. It's punishment for our behavior, our negative behavior. It but is. I suggest that instead of that, if they want to retell this story make it a musical they were like oh that's a good idea who would do it they're naming all these celebrities and I was like or and I said Adrian Warren I went to college with her she is amazing and I said and she's going to win the Tony I think next week or whenever for her work as Tina Turner in the Tina Turner musical and by God Tony's come on I didn't watch them but I saw, boom, Adrian with a fucking Tony Award, Best Actress. And I'm like, yo, that is amazing. I ran into Adrian after college only like once. I think it was once. 
at a boxing gym that we were both working out at and she was getting ready for Tina. She was like, I have this project. I was like, I know what the project is because our old teacher told us. She was like, oh my God, you can't tell anybody. I'm so fucking excited. I'm going to London. Da, 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 da. And Adrian was one of these women who you just knew. She had the support of her family financially. Like Adrian wasn't going to be the person who's serving waiting tables and auditioning in the morning. It was like her family was all in on her. They invested her from a very young age. Dad was an ex-football player. Like, she's good. And so it was the perfect setting. Like, it it was the perfect, what is that called? Like um, Layup. No, there's a big word, but I can't find Storm. it. But it was just the perfect situation for her to grow, right? And for her to succeed in this God-forsaken, awful business. And she did it. And so I was so happy for her. I wrote her on IG and was just like, I told you back in the day you were going to hold one of these, and I know you're going to hold so many more. She's getting into movies now. I think her next project is with Viola Davis. She's going to be a star. She is a star. And so I was like just on cloud nine. And then... All of these people from school, because I posted her, and I was like, you know, congratulations, da, 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 started writing me and did that thing that people do where it's like, why, it could be you too. Why don't you go do it? Da, 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 I can't believe you gave up. Are you ever going to audition again? And, and it's out of like them trying to support me, right? Them trying to push me and or compliment me even and be like, oh, you were you were great too. I remember you too and the musical together, all this stuff. And I was met with so much shame. And every time I think I'm over the shame, uh, for people who don't know, I went to school for musical theater. I did it for a little while, hated it, hated having to be poor, hated having to be so out of control of my life, hated walking into rooms where people size you up as soon as you walk in after you've waited two and a half hours for them to just look you up and down and say no. And then you just leave the room and act like that didn't kill something inside of you. I just felt like I am not secure, as as you can hear, I am not secure enough in myself and who I am to subject myself to this. This is dangerous. Mm. And then I was unhappy. I was unhappy with the lifestyle. So long story short, it didn't work. And it was very short-lived. Do I think sometimes I stopped a little early? Yeah. But I also think, was it going to change? Like, I, I, go to, I, I go to some Broadway shows and I think, would I want to do this eight shows a week? Mm. I don't. I don't. I don't do what I want to tell this story just to have the job. Like I'd rather do this job that I'm doing. Cause I feel like I'm learning something. I don't know. Or maybe it feels like play. I don't know. I, and, and I miss performing, but there's something really wrong in that business in, in like entertainment period. But, but theater is a, is a whole other beast because you think Hollywood and stuff is hard and I'm, and it is, but when you get into theater, there's only one Broadway and there's only a select amount of shows. And in order to sell tickets to a show, NeNe Leakes has to be cast in it and singing. 
despite the fact that you went to school for many years, paid a whole bunch of money, and was poor your whole life pursuing this shit. You said Nene Leakes. Oh, yeah. Nene Leakes starred in Cinderella on Broadway to sell tickets. Is Nene Leakes like, a performer? This is the type of stuff that's happening. No. It's the point. But people are going to pay tick money to see Are her. people going to go see Nene? And I'm sorry. They did. Wow. But I, I say all that to say, I, I don't want to turn into a Broadway conversation. I want to talk about grieving when you give up on your dreams. Oh, that's light. But also acknowledging that your dreams are making you miserable. Yeah, even lighter. And so how do you get over the shame of it? How do you... And, and I thought about you, Shanti, especially when... You, I'll never forget when you told when I asked you like when are you going back into the mall and you were like I don't know if I'm going back into the mall and I was like so what you just worked so hard to get in there you this you that you said I didn't like the way it made me feel I don't know did you have shame around that absolutely not I love it I didn't leave the I didn't leave the mall like by my own choice. You know, like I was only in the mall for six months and then COVID hit and like I'd, it wasn't, it wasn't, um, it wasn't something that I aspired to. Like I wasn't like, oh, I want to open a sable to be in a mall. It was more like an opportunity that came up, you know, okay. like, um, so it didn't feel like a dream that I let go of or even, uh, yeah, I had, I didn't have any shame around it really. Um, cause just business wise, it didn't make sense. And just logistically, it just like, it just, it would not have made sense. And I, I think I got to see and experience, um, the, what it feels like to have something, an opportunity to work really hard and face a lot of fears and do shit that you've never done before to meet that opportunity. And then what's on the other side of that if that's not really connected to your passion or your purpose, right? Like, mm. and some people got to play that out. And it's not, it's not a shameful thing. It's like... You have you have to play this thing out. You have this you you have to you have to do you have to experience every single step um, for you to get more clarity as to what you really want or or to again just to figure out what feels good. And like yeah, that that was um that was just a crazy that was just a hard time all around. So I think everybody, when I think back at how crazily I was working and moving, the shit I was doing back then, I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know how I was doing that. So no, I was like, say less. <laughs> We're not going back into that mall. So no, and it, I, I wouldn't, con again, the most important thing, I don't connect that to a dream. Like it wasn't a dream mm -hmm. to be in the mall. It was like, oh, this is an opportunity. This is a challenge. This is a way to scale my business. Let me try this thing. Yeah. I think for me, I, d I don't know if I did it all. I don't know if I explored it all. Mm -hmm. You know? I, d I really don't. 
But I also know there's also a part of me that knows like that ain't it. And I I think that I left something on the table that's like I could have. Mm-hmm. But in my heart of hearts, I know that there's something else I want to do. It's like I want to tell my own story. You know, I want to have this podcast. I want to have like a real voice and impact, even if it's on a more micro level, because mm-hmm. that feels more macro, right? You're, you're now you've made it. You can, t- and I honestly, child, they don't pay them damn chorus people in Broadway nothing. So even when you you got to be uh, the lead until you even get paid like some real fucking money, which is a sin because those people are probably the most talented people in the world. They're just, they can do so much. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I struggle with it. I struggle with it, not alone at night, but when I, when I'm reminded of that part of my life, because there were a lot of moments of like happiness, happiness, but there were also a lot of moments of like feeling just such a void avoid like why am i doing this Mm. depending on the show right depending on like why am i doing this or depending on what i was reading for research or what sides i got and i was like i don't want to fucking i don't want to do this i remember i had a agent right out of school and i lost him he he got rid of me because i booked a, a a a cruise tour Right out of school, right? Everybody else is like, oh my God, you can get your equity card. You're going to this, you're going to that. Playing like all these different, it was like a Disney one. Playing all these different roles. Um, But the big one was Ursula. And I was like, oh, I fucking love that song. Like I'd be a badass Ursula. But it's also like a cruise ship. It ain't like you're not doing any like real, like heart wrenching, powerful theater, right? And it was funny because I I would like musical theater as a hobby, but I loved straight plays. I loved theater. That was when I felt like, okay, I'm doing some real work here. Mm. But anyway, I got it and I turned it down. And he kept being like, you need to take this. And of course he would have gotten a cut. I would have gotten my foot in the door with like um, the union and I turned it down and he released me because I didn't do. And I feel like sometimes I think, did you let it get to you before? You know, you ever see those um, cartoons of where the person's mining and it's like that uh-huh. one person turns back yeah. and the other person kept going and that it was right there, that mm-hmm. diamond, that emerald, whatever. And I almost sometimes I think that. But, but what I is think the diamond that because or the of emerald? my ego. That's yeah. what I, the ego of me being able to say, see, y'all, I did do it. Mm-hmm. I can do it. Mm-hmm. It's not me feeling like you would be so much happier. It's mm-hmm. more like people would know I didn't give up because mm-hmm. I gave up. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's that. It's like mm-hmm. I want people, I want that. And that's purely ego. But I have so much shame in that. Shame in so the much. ego or shame in the turning back? Both. So, I, I think that, that my ego, I have shame that I that I'm that I am aware self-aware enough to know that this is my ego. And then I have my ego fueling my shame of 
Yeah, but it looks like you just quit. It looks like you gave up. It looks like you weren't tough enough. Mm-hmm. It looks like you just fell off. You know? And then what does that mean, though? I failed. Mm. Yeah, well. Never be a psychiatrist, okay? <laughs> <laughs> she said, yeah, you did. Well, no, you failed, no, that's not what I said. And you might have failed backward, not no. forward. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... Um, <laughs> I I just can't wrap my I I don't quite understand because you didn't want it. You didn't I, want it. I wanted. You just wanted, wanted the it. and that was the th- okay. There it is. The satisfaction of even even in school, I would work myself to the bone to prove to those rich white kids that came up in all these schools that had all this background that knew all these famous playwrights and all these techniques and shit that I could could match them and and surpass them and that was ego i was miserable in in college i you don't would, ever want to think about college again yeah you would like have to go to the hospital because you were so stressed out yeah for yeah i you know girl so how i so how thank do I god that you're this? not invested your life in so many years in something that is connected to performance and ego and like um, pushing yourself beyond you know what's even healthy for what exactly for what yeah you know I I don't I don't know that that's um, that goes back to that Instagram thing right it goes back to how our brains are wired Instagram you that's body that's success that's lifestyle and we're fueled by projecting many of us projecting who we are in 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 that and and hoping that people see the value in it and that's just another thing that would make me valuable yeah and it's sick not healthy we don't project oh i actually feel great it's like there's there's a woman Mimi, who I love, she is friends. She's one of the women who travel. When I go away, like with Renee and all the girls, Mimi is always there. She's the baddest one of the group. Mimi does not have any social media. Like literally is nowhere to be found, won't do it, refuses. And Mimi's probably one of the happiest people I know. And it's it's all from inside of her. You can see it. Somebody said that I was listening to a podcast and she was saying that vulnerability is directly connected to satisfaction. So the more able you are to be authentic and vulnerable and um, flawed, right? Because like when you're vulnerable, you're showing your whole ass self. Mm-hmm. And so the the deeper you are to the more able you are to be vulnerable it's correlated to how deeply you can really feel satisfied and so people that are caught up in the performance and competition and like trying to find value in empty things or things that they don't even think are valuable 
are prone to have less satisfaction in their life. And oh my I God, think, can you send me that? Whatever oh God, that's the, yeah, girl, you gonna you it's gonna send you to the cave, child. You be like, what? I'm like, I'm already y'all. <laughs> I'm already almost there. But it's it, but it's just about yeah, it's about like asking the questions of what is really valuable. And I think if you weren't taught that as a child, if you were like pushed to perform as a child or if at a very young age you learned how to perform. I was pushed to be better. I was yeah. pushed to be better. You got to be the best. You gotta, what you say you're going to do, you do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Versus like, you know, I don't know, trying to build that integrity, a different kind of integrity up in a child. And then you throw them out into the wolves of this world where like everything is a lie and everything is just kind of pushing you to like feed your ego or feed these darker propensities of ourselves. Child, you be, you be out here fucked up in the game. And we all are, we all are, we all at some, at different levels are like trying to dissect and ask what makes me valuable? What makes me happy? What really feels good? And making that the purpose and passion of life. And nine times out of ten, it has nothing to do with what we do. So, everybody, we starting a cult. <laughs> it's going to be Air Force Ones. We wearing Air what Force Ones. We got velour suits chains oh nameplates grills grills we eating poison chicken fuck the vegan if you vegan you can't be a part of our nah. cult <laughs> can't go and we Wait, are somewhere in between rules? frolicking and moshing to no, meek mill frolicking. like this is what <laughs> what are what are our cult rules like if we had a cult for real what would the rules be Oh no, that should say that for next episode. I don't know. No, we gotta like we could talk. No vegans. You have to be able to prepare fried chicken. At least you have to prepare it. You don't have to eat it. The cults, (laughs) men, women, non-binary folks, everybody can come to the cult, right? Of course. I think that you have hair. I don't know if we should have Air Force Ones and all those things because isn't that the opposite of why we are going to the cult? I don't prefer to be naked. Do we have those be things naked. because we actually like them? I or think do we, we have need them an aesthetic. We've been told though. it's cool. No, we need an aesthetic. See, it cult. needs to be a brand. It needs to be Solange esque. What is aesthetic to a cult? What is aesthetic? What does it mean? Look at a Hare Krishna movement. Look at monks. Monks is. Decked out. You see the saffron they got? Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 The saffron monks, the Buddhist monks, them niggas is aesthetically sharp Please. as hell. <laughs> Simple. But like. But they're in like, they're like little linen outfits. It's, you know, it's not a grill that costs a lot of money. Well, we're just doing our, I mean, that the material things don't have any value to them. This is our first lesson. Oh, material that's actually part of don't it. You got to come any, here and realize. Yeah. So dress up as lavishly as you can, only to know but that it they means don't. Nothing. They, it means nothing to you. Putting it into practice, putting the practice into practice. Yeah. So, so when 
in our cult, you throw ones at us dancing. What? It means nothing. No. We'll still collect them. We will collect and them. And save them. And put them and towards... there's a fee for you to join our cult. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Patreon. So glad that you now are here at Patreon. We're so happy to have you here. For $5 Basically, a month, we... <laughs> Five can seven keep you to ten. more we confused and slightly <laughs> sadder than you were before. Oh no, <laughs> this was like a sad episode, huh? No, shit is real out it. here, son. This shit is real. Like every nigga's going to the dark side, son. You gotta choose, son. Shit is real out here. What are we gonna do? <laughs> it's getting crazy, man. Oh my god, <laughs> y'all. Shanti is sober. <laughs> That's what makes Listen, so internet. Special. Once you come over to this side, you guys know it's gonna <laughs> be. You see me edging. <laughs> Our episode's gonna be inconsistent as shit. <laughs> then you know, like, uh oh, internet is ready to go to the cave, y'all. <laughs> so as soon as internet was here, it's deleted. Y'all better get ready because it's gonna be like around the way. Curls gonna be like, we're gonna that be looking us up podcast? on Instagram. It's gonna be gone. <laughs> no, what's this? Um. What is it? Still learning? Still processing? We're going to be like them. Them motherfuckers, they'll come out with an episode in two weeks and leave for two years. And not even mention it. No, you know what? Jasmine went to the cave. That was that six years. I realized she went to the cave. Yeah, she did. She went to. Gee, she saw a burning bush. She saw. I wonder what that bitch she saw. She put some water, like, child. <laughs> like, what'd you see in the cave, girl? She, <laughs> she turned like, blocked. She said, "Hose." <laughs> saw so many hoes. Hose. Excuse hose. me. No, it's her. Hey, you a hey, Kayla? She said, "Oh, excuse me." Uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I might go to the cave. This but this podcast. More than anything, when that shame comes up, I think you're doing the. I think you're doing the work, right? As knowing, oh, there go my Am ego. I? Yeah, there go my ego. I think that I'm doing no, no raggedy. I, I think part of the work for me to really check my ego is to actually say it. I don't think I've ever said that I have that kind of shame, and and why I do. That the shame is like people are gonna people look at me and think I've just fell off and I gave up and I sucked and I didn't and I couldn't bear it. Um, and it's important that I that I say that. So if you all listen and stop fucking asking me about musical theater, <laughs> but what are you saying? Get out. I'm saying I needed to say it. I needed to admit it to myself as well to myself. I've never admitted that, like really admitted it. Look at you. You are a lotus just unfolding in front of my <laughs> eyes in a muck. In a in a muck. You see, I don't even have that much make I don't even do I I have concealer under my eyes right now. Y'all better get ready. I came on this Patreon looking like this is a thrifted I'm telling you, to the cave. It's starting. I think we all should. I think we all have no choice. I think the pull to the cave is is loud as fuck because there's nowhere to hide. Facebook is misinforming us. <laughs> Instagram 
It's unreliable at the very <laughs> least. Shout out to Twitter. Twitter held on. All right. Well, yeah, I think everyone. Do you have Afri? Can you give us a shame affirmation on how to release it? Come on, Queen. Everyone, bow your heads. Oh no, I don't know. That's a hard one. Uh, that I don't. Uh, I can't. You can. <laughs> you can. You're the one I that can. you now are the Buddha. No, I. You realized I you can. did. You came to another side of shame, so now you have to be the one. I'm dealing with other no. uh, dark propensities over here. <laughs> shame. <laughs> Shame's not heavy on me uh, this week. See you next week. <laughs> be back. Your turn. <laughs> I don't have nothing, y'all. I would just say, I really don't. I'm I, I'm not good at these. I would just say, when you feel that that feeling of shame creep up on you, crawling on you in the middle of the night, waking you up out your sleep, you need to say, shame, I know that's not you, but rather, it's my ego. And ego please go girl because none of this matters none of this is real yeah and shanti taught me ashay <laughs> <laughs> it is the ego Namaste. wow that's so true hey baby so then you have to get if you know it's the ego then it's the opposite of being vulnerable it's the opposite of being <laughs> truthful so you got to be truthful about something I just said that, bitch. That's why I you said did. it on I here. Just, Look at me. I just uh, gave, gave my interpretation. That's real. Wow, we are doing the Lord's work. The fucking Adrian, whatever her name is. <laughs> why would you call book. somebody Adrian? I oh, Adrian it. Warren? Mm-hmm. Shout out to her. Good job, Adrian. Shout out to her because she deserves that fucking Tony. She's amazing. That's what, that's what her soul is looking for. All right, good people. All my I life love you I've all. been on these technology with these headphones in my ear. We woke up today in this position. <laughs> <laughs> Same. This is where I sit all day for... Anyway, I'm going to be grateful for having a remote position that I prayed for. I see your baby I here, want... girl. Stop playing with me. You see oh. it? <laughs> Can I tell you a terrible story? Oh. You want to hear a terrible story? Uh-huh. This is not real baby here. Is that a tattoo? No, it's hair, but girl, you not just don't know how to lay around. your baby hairs, girl. The last no, listen. The last time I had braids, I I had wanted baby hair so bad that I cut these pieces of hair. I hate that. And you now did they're that. just so long. But this was not baby <laughs> hair. I don't have any. All right, y'all. This episode is over. Episode 150 next week. You're in for a treat. I don't know what that treat is yet, but we're going to do it. So God bless you and good night. You have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Aroundaway Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good.
Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping.